I think I'm getting sick. I honestly, I don't know if I'm getting sick or if the Bears are just making me depressed and I feel this way. Welcome to your home for sports coverage without the bias. This is Totally Unbiased Sports with Josh and Kellen. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 150 of Totally Unbiased Sports. It's it's a doozy. Yeah. There is 50% of this podcast that does not want to be here tonight. And it's not the one currently talking. So... Hey, I'm, That's tough. I'm happy to be here, literally. I'm not dead. I'm alive, which is good. Uh, and I'm happy to be here and just having the opportunity to voice some of my frustrations, I guess. Because all this just happened uh, for the last 25 years of my life, I guess, is people just make fun of me for the Bears the whole time. And I really don't know what to say at this point. They're just bad. So, I guess let's just start. Let's just start with the Bears. Let's get it over with. Let's just start with the Bears because yeah. let's rip the bandaid off and then we can heal. Is this the worst Bears team of your lifetime? Wow, that's so tough. <laughs> that's so tough because there's been so many bad ones, and the Bears <laughs> were just the the worst team in football last year. So <laughs> yeah, but they but you felt good at the end of last year. We felt optimistic. We felt you optimistic. felt good. Yeah, uh, I felt good about the direction, and uh, yeah, it could be. It could be the worst Bears team in my lifetime. Yeah, I'll say. I'll say right now, in their current state, they're the worst Bears team of my life, which is bad. Our- There's been some <laughs> really bad ones, Josh. There's been some awful ones. I've seen them pick in the top five so many times. Okay. Next question. Okay. Any of the Bears quarterbacks you've watched in your lifetime, I guess, got to take Jay Cutler out of this because I feel like that's the answer. What quarterback would you want in his Bears prime to be the quarterback of the Bears this year? Oh. Is there any that you think could fix it um, other than Jay Cutler? No, I've, obviously none of them can <laughs> fix it. Absolutely. Zero of them can I don't even I, I think most don't even improve the team. Most okay. don't. Uh some do, most don't. I think Kyle Orton could improve the team. <laughs> Kyle Orton. Good God. Wow. Oh wow. But honestly, here's here's the sad thing. Is the one quarterback who I've seen in a Bears uniform before who could make this team, I think, better is Tyson Badgett, and he's on the current roster. He's our backup quarterback, and that's only because I've never actually seen him play a real down of yeah. NFL football before because he could be better because I don't know how bad he is yet. Okay. There's a- anyone anyone in the league right now that doesn't isn't currently starting that maybe like we would throw a bone to? You you do you want me to say Mitch? Is that is that what we're trying to do right now? I didn't start with that, but then I remembered Mitch, and I was like, "Oh, I wonder if we'll mention Mitch." Yeah, I mean, would you rather in this current state have? We'll talk about the actual game, I guess. Justin Fields or Mitch Trubisky? I don't know. They just bring up similar emotions. It, it, it's just it, that's the thing. It's just it's just the same. It's that's all it is. I've. 
It was Mitch. Mitch is the answer. I, I sure. We'll go with Mitch. We'll ride. Yeah. The hopes are so much like they were so much lower with Mitch than they were with Justin Fields. Yeah, because Mitch true. always kind of just looked average at best. Yeah, Mitch Fields looked hurt. really good at best. M- Mitch could hurt you, and then you're like, "Well, that's just who he is. That he's just he's just not that good." Justin Fields, he hurts you, and you just want so much more. And then you and then you think, and you rethink your whole life because you're like, "Am I the problem? Am I ruining this? It, 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 is everything that's wrong with the world my fault?" And it is. It is the Bears' fault. It's, so it's on them. Were you? St- I don't know how, but it is. The Bears were the Bears yesterday. The were Bears just saying, lost, by the way, to the Kansas City it's Chiefs. It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Yeah, is that so, kind of what the Bears were doing? So absolute total <laughs> bullshit before this game. Because what are we supposed to do? Well, first off, we're playing the Kansas City Chiefs, this defending Super Bowl champs, coming off of maybe the two worst weeks in franchise history consecutively. Okay. We, pa- we passed on Patrick Mahomes, so he's permanently always angry against the Bears for doing that. So he's extra motivated. You have Matt Nagy, who the Bears fired, who's extra motivated. And Patrick Mahomes loves him, and they feel like the Bears wronged him. So mm-hmm. even more motivation for the best quarterback mm-hmm. in the NFL. And then on top of that, you have a guy bringing his girlfriend to the game who is trying to impress her, and this guy might also be the t- the best tight end in NFL history. And he hasn't really produced yet this season because he's been injured, and he's got a perfect opportunity to break out because he's playing against the JV high school team. And that's what you do. You bring your girlfriend to the game so you can put up sick numbers in front of them. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. I mean, the, the big story outside of this game, it really sucks for the – game of football no, i think dude it, it's the big story within this game too because nothing in this game is even worth talking no. about because nothing happened the only thing that matters is now Brittany mahomes yeah. as a challenger for most annoying wife slash girlfriend travis kelsey has a new girlfriend and i, I don't think it's i no not I, most annoying but yeah, just yeah i was gonna say like if if, if it's a challenge like, she'll, she'll destroy the she'll destroy the competition on that oh yeah well taylor's gonna pass like her dur- for sure. during Her's, a game Travis Kelsey's do. girlfriend. Tra- I mean, Travis Kelsey's girlfriend. Like, bad, sorry, she's she's just all she's all over the place. Whatever. Like, it's night nice girl move though. She helped clean up the suite after. Kind of weird on like the first time you meet the parents to be just like swearing right next to you, dude's do you mother know, though. Do you know she was swearing? Were you were you in the suite with? Them? You can read lips. You okay, can read you, lips. All right. I'm not. I'm not a great lip reader. There so. are certain words that are pretty easy. Could to, be, could be trying to, to impress the parents because I feel like the Kelsey maybe probably curse a lot. Don Donna Kelsey, I feel like she, I feel like she doesn't unless I feel like she breaks it out in big moments, and that's when yeah. you know. Yeah, for her son's football so, games, probably yeah, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, I mean the the Chiefs just steamrolled the Bears. It was it was ugly. This. 40, 42, 41 to 10. This might be the earliest I think a game has ever gotten taken off of national television. Which is crazy. They didn't it, even come be, out of the half. Because Travis, came, Kelsey's, Travis Kelsey's girlfriend was at the game the whole time, yes. too. And they we were just went, panicked her. It was really annoying went, because there's, there's nothing happening of, of substance on the field. So just the camera shots to her were e- even more. Yeah. 
than what they so would have we been. went we went from the Bears game or the Chiefs game into halftime and we came out and we were watching the Cowboys. Yeah. So it was just it was brutal. But Kellen, congratulations. Cowboys lost. That had to make your day a little bit easier. Yeah. And I know Maybe. you're trying to I know you're trying to do a transition here right now, Josh, but I'm I not. have to but I have to say because of how down I am on the Bears, there is another team who is down equally as bad, if not worse, that I need yeah. to talk about. Because that team is uh, – th- they're going through the same experience as me. But also, there are Bears fans in an alternate universe, alternate reality, and they're still all completely unhappy in every single universe. And I know this because the other – scenario that could have happened for Bears fans is what is happening to Broncos fans right now in that Bears fans wanted Russell Wilson and Sean Payton so bad yeah and they were pretty close to getting that duo too I wanted that duo I you remember me saying that on the yes, show that I was I gonna that clip duo. it I was gonna clip those and bring them up and play them for you but I decided not to nice guy and because you're probably too lazy to go back and look no, for nice it. guy okay uh I had one of them they the Broncos just suffered. I, I don't have to look it up. I'm just going to assume this is the case. Their worst loss in franchise history. They got blown out of the building. 70 to 20 final score. I've never seen 70 points scored in an, in an NFL football game before, Josh. No, that was brutal. That was so bad. And it really took a lot of the heat off of the Bears. It did. Thank you. For now. Yeah. Like it was that was so bad. And I don't even think that was really Miami being great. They were dominant. I'm not ready to say Miami's great. Like No, at, at I mean, that at that point you're you're one hundred percent right. Because there's a point where you get you get to a blowout in a game and then you're just called, Oh, this is an outlier. Let's throw out the tapes, burn everything. Yeah. We don't even have to worry about that again. But then it got to the point again where it's like this is so unbelievably bad that there's a problem here and it's just complete total organizational failure. Like top to bottom, people are questioning what they're selling at the concession stands in Denver now because of how bad of a loss that is. There's no reason to be happy or optimistic about, about anything in Denver right now. And sometimes you just get things a little bit off, the timing of things a little bit off. Like, I feel like Russell Wilson would have been really perfect for the Broncos three years ago rather than two years ago. Mm -hmm. And everything else kind of just shifted out of place. You got the wrong coach. You got the wrong quarterback because they originally wanted Aaron Rodgers. You remember that. Yes. And then they had to fire that coach because he didn't match the quarterback. And now he brought a new coach. And everything is just so shifted. And you see, like, there's such little room for error in the NFL. Like, the Rams, they went all out one season. And they did it, and now they've been pretty bad ever since. But they won the Super Bowl. The Broncos, they just they might have just missed it by a year, and now they've ruined their franchise for maybe the next 20. Yeah, so the Broncos are they're just really, really bad, and we get an all-time game coming up on Sunday, though. Oh, dude. Out of this. Dude, the, the Bears stakes playing... have never been higher. The Bears are playing the Broncos, and this is just going to be the most <laughs> brutal game i don't think i mean i don't think i could uh, i don't think i could watch this if you pay i'm gonna watch it because i'm um, here's how but i'm gonna know how bad the bears are josh 
The Broncos just lost 70 to 20 to the Miami Dolphins. Yep. And the Bears are just opened up as home dogs to the Broncos. Two and a half point underdogs to the to the Broncos. That's what that's where the Bears are at. There's just no faith in this team. But huge game for potentially who's drafting number one overall next wow. year. This is pathetic. Well, it I, is, that, I know. I'm I know. already and, and I don't want to be there. I don't I'm I'm cheering for us to win next week. I just don't want to I don't want to cheer for losses anymore. It's sickening. You're right. Everything about it is grossing me out. Things were supposed to be better this year. I I would be totally fine if the Bears picked like 10 or 15 or something in that range. A bad spot in the draft, I guess. But at least we're winning football games. I'm so tired of losing, dude. Yeah, this is just bad. I don't really. It's so bad. It's pathetic. It's week bad. three. I'm looking forward to it's the NFL joke. draft already. And that's that's pathetic. That's yeah. absolutely terrible. I um, I don't. I don't even have a. I really don't have a spin zone for you. I. They're just. It's going to be a pathetically bad team playing a pathetically bad team. Yeah, on I saw, Sunday. I saw some people saying, "Hey, flex this game to Wednesday at three a.m." Nobody wants to watch this. <laughs> I don't. I'll that, watch it though. I'll cheer my heart out what, too. What time is that? Is that the early game? Yeah. It. Oh, dude. I mean, this would be the earliest game ever to get shifted out of prime time if it was a prime time game. But no, they made sure. Hey, this could be really bad for both <laughs> these teams this year. So let's not do that. And they didn't. So it's 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 the early game. Thank God. I mean, that'll be a secondary TV game for me for sure. Um, but <laughs> I just. I don't. I don't even have words because it was like it was such a bad display of football out there this week. Yeah, by by two teams uh, and the Bears. Even after the the Broncos are also zero and three, Bears still have a worse point differential, and the Broncos the Bear, just lost by fifty. Yeah, the Bears zero and three feels like they lost two extra games. Yeah, if physically, mentally. In every way possible, it does feel like that. I am, I am just exhausted right now. I'm, I really am. I'm more tired than I've ever been in my entire life, and I think it's because of the Bears. This could be a get right game, though, for the Bears. <laughs> get right game. Get, I, get right game for the Bears. I keep, I keep thinking like we were the no, we had the number one pick last year, worst team in football, can only go up from here. And then I remember there's this there's this reporter in Chicago, and he always says this, and he's always right about it. Adam Hogue, he says, with the Bears, things can always get worse. So I just need to keep reminding myself of that to so I don't get myself too too high on anything. With the Bears, it can always get worse. Next week, things can get worse. It can. They really can. They could get blown out by the Broncos, and you would think that's the lowest, but then we we could get blown out by whoever we're gonna play week five, too. And um then 10 people could quit on the team and you just never know what's going to happen with them. Just never know. You know, it's going to be bad though. Yeah. You, you, know. You, you know, it's probably going to get worse. I, I did see, did you see that video I sent you of the little kid screaming that at his teammates? Oh yeah. Trying yeah. to hype them up. Yeah. You all played great. This was on the coaches. It was the coaches. It's <laughs> That yeah, was that, this is how I feel about the Bears. I, that that I was, made me laugh. But then I saw someone. There, there was a string of texts that I sent you, and I was just like, oh, I really am down bad because I looked back on it, and I was, and I said, I miss Mark Tressman. 
I told you that I yeah. missed Mark Tressman. That was bad. Wow. Um. Yeah. So Matt Eberflus officially the worst coach, and he's reaching. He's reaching Hugh Jackson territory right now. Oh, if if the Bears. If the Bears don't win a game this year, which I hope they do. They better win at least one. But he will have, I think, a pretty similar record to Hugh Jackson. Do you think the Bears are going to win a game? Yes, I do. Because it's just very hard to go completely defeated throughout an NFL season. It's only happened twice, I think, uh, mm-hmm. since since they expanded to 16 games at least. And I, so there's 17 games, an extra game to even pick up a win. I, I don't think they lose every single game. I don't okay. think so. Yeah. I think they pull out a couple. That's perfect. I did yeah. see, so just so the record, like we are clear here, mathematically 15 and two cannot happen anymore. Is that That's correct? correct. <laughs> 14 and three is still on the table. Technically, okay. <laughs> technically I said, I said 12 and five. Ceiling fifteen and two, so they could still fall anywhere in that okay. range right now. <laughs> Perfect. So we... the, also, hey, it's week four now. We're, we're on to week four. <laughs> the Bears have not been eliminated from playoff contention mathematically. No, they haven't. So they... we're we're in deep right now. And you've only played one division game, right? Yeah, plenty of time. Plenty of time. I like, I'm super hopeful. The Bears genuinely could just still get in if they can just start beating up their division. Yeah, the, it's a bad division, too. It's I, a terrible pa- division. Partially, most of that falls on the Bears. That's why they yeah. call it a bad division. But the Lions are going to run away with it right now at this point this year. I think the Vikings could help out the Bears significantly here because I think the Vikings are going to – I think they can beat the Packers and they can like beat up on the Lions a little bit, too. I think they can help them out. Okay, so – do you want to talk about the Vikings, or do you want to get into your game first, since that was Sunday night? Um, you know, let's let's quickly let's stop on the Vikings, and then we can go into my game. Okay, I guess Vikings are zero and three too. Uh, they and, some, just... and somehow ahead. they come out looking almost better than the Chargers in this game. It's really whoever whoever it's one of those games where whoever lost is probably going to look better at the end of the day. I don't know. Uh, it's what the Vikings Vikings and the Chargers are actually very similar teams to one each other. Yes, uh, but this is basically like regress the regression to the mean season for the Vikings. Like they they turned the ball over. They had eight fumbles last year for turnovers. This year they already have seven, and they played all those one possession games, and it just seems like Ten. everything that went right last year is now going wrong gone. this year, which They're is gone. fine. So, and and the Chargers were trying to gift them that game at the end. So Mi- Minnesota loses, I think twenty seven twenty four was the final, and twenty eight because they needed the they needed. Oh a yeah, touchdown. yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty eight twenty four uh, was the final. Uh, and the Chargers have fourth and one with about a minute and 10 seconds left on their own 20-yard line and decide to go for it, and dis- and they decide to run a fullback dive to their running back, and it just goes for goes for nothing. So 
Brandon Staley, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore still a big dummy. So Cowboys fans, you could be happy about that, that he's yeah. not there anymore. Uh, but Brandon Staley, biggest dummy ever. He just never picks his spots for those for those risky calls. Never picks it at the right time. Because if you're – Minnesota had, I think, one, maybe two timeouts left still mm-hmm. at that point. You're forcing them to go down the entire length of the field, and they're and they need a touchdown. Punt it there. Why are you going for it? You don't give them only 20 yards of distance. I mean, it still worked out. The Chargers still won, but you you basically gave Minnesota an entire new life by not yeah. punting the ball there. He just doesn't know when to punt, when to not go for it, when to go for it. it it's just He's... every time they go for it on fourth down, they don't get it, or. When they decide not to go for it, you're like, why didn't they just go for it? They're at midfield or something like that. Yeah, Brandon Staley is the reason Josh McDaniel still has a job, and Kirk Cousins is the reason Brandon Staley still has a job today. Because yeah. Kirk Cousins had an all-time like blunder there at the end of the game that no veteran quarterback, I don't care if you've started every game, or you're a backup, whatever, if you've been around the NFL that long, there is no excuse for him getting up there and just not clocking the ball. Yeah. Kirk Cousins has like 20 seconds or something. He doesn't clock it, ends up throwing a pick with like three seconds left. No no reason whatsoever that you shouldn't clock that regroup and get going. Like, I've seen it many times. Like, I mean, Big Ben used to do this. I'm sure Brady's done it. A lot of those high-powered offenses will get up there and have every intention to clock it, but they see something they like, and they'll fake fix by touchdown. Yeah, um, but no one was on the not, same page there. No, either. He, he, that's not what Kirk Cousins Yeah, did. That was bad. They wasted 30 seconds doing that. It, it, it was really bad clock management, which sucks because uh, I'm, I'm becoming a Kirk Cousins guy. I don't know if we've said this before. Are you a Kirk Cousins guy? Um, no, I'm not. Okay. All right. I didn't think you would be, but something I, I thought maybe for some I reason. I think he's a likable guy, but I'm not he a is. Kirk Cousins guy. Well, okay. That's what I mean by it. I like, I like him. He's a, he's a good, he's a good dude. Seem- I think he's a good person. I think yeah. he's a terrible quarterback. Yeah. I, I also, he's not a good quarterback. Definitely not, not clutch. Doesn't win the big ones, but he's good for what he is. And that's, I I don't know. That's I guess the nicest thing I could say, but he's, that's definitely not something that's good. Uh, but he he's also just get he has no protection with that offensive line either, and uh, the defense is really bad. So the supporting cast for Minnesota this year is a lot worse than what it was last year too. And it's basically like it's just just Justin Jefferson, and then hoping your running back doesn't fumble the ball if he goes for a big game. That's that's Minnesota's offense. Yeah, it's tough. It's yeah. really tough to beat Minnesota. Uh, yeah, but. they got really bad turnover issues. Another guy we need to talk about from this game, though, is Keenan Allen, who had a touchdown pass, but also 18 receptions for 215 yards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a Keenan Allen guy. You know this. I don't like him. But do I no. need to maybe start being nice to him and respect him a little bit? No, I think you respect the one performance. Okay. Was his day in the sun? People people have good days all the time. I mean, Chase Claypool's caught four touchdowns. That's true. That's a good people, point. People but Keenan Allen has also he's been a Pro Bowler a couple times. Yeah, 
couple thousand yards. He's been actually pretty consistent. Yeah. I'll just, I, I'll just, yeah. Why? 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 why What's why the change point? Now? Yeah. What's the point? He's never gonna talk to me, probably. No, more than yeah. likely he won't. Yeah. I just don't. I, I don't like him because he thinks he's Jerry Rice. He actually does. He thinks he's the greatest <laughs> receiver of all time, and he's good. He's good, but I, I wouldn't even put him top ten right now. Maybe what's going to be what's going to be funny about him is like I feel the same way you do kind of well I don't have as much disdain towards him he's just kind of there where I'm like oh yeah he was a pretty solid wide receiver and then I feel like you if you go and look at his stats like you're going to be like oh wow he actually was in the top 10 of wide receivers yeah. all timers like at like, the end of his career he'll be a borderline hall of famer like I think at the end of his career like people are going to be like oh wow his numbers were way better than I thought like yeah I just kind of I view him as like, oh, he's there. Like, okay, cool. He's a yeah. good supplemental wide receiver. He'll make a catch, like whatever. Like, I don't view him as one of the top receivers in the league. It's also there's there's probably just a little bit of it because he's an older receiver now, and he's had a million hamstring issues, and he's torn in his ACL yeah. like three different times. So I just assume at this point he's losing a step, and he hasn't, which is impressive. Good on him. But I just assume he's just a not very good receiver right now at this point in his career either. And he's actually, no, he's pretty good. Been maybe the best in the NFL so far this year. Yeah. He's, he's pretty good. So that's interesting. Super interesting. Uh, but yeah, so congrats on the charges for winning, I guess, yeah. uh, and try to build some momentum on that. No Mike Williams for the rest of the year. That kind of stinks. That does. That's going to hurt him. Uh, congrats on beating Minnesota. And, uh, we'll talk about your game now, Josh. The Steelers won. They beat the Raiders. Yeah, they've never lost a game in Vegas. They haven't. Yeah. No, they have so not. How, how, how do you feel about that game? Um, I know they did promote Matt Canada right before the game, which is the exact opposite of what you were calling for. So what's the deal there? Okay. So a couple different things. I'm not going to apologize for a win. Um, you? That all things considered, that game was a lot better in most areas than the first two games. Kenny Pickett looked a lot more comfortable. He looked like it looked like we were calling. We called a few plays that I have not seen the Steelers run yet. Wow, which was fantastic. Um, but I actually almost, I almost, I got nauseous and almost threw up when I saw that Matt Canada had been promoted. Yeah. Um. Interesting. It, for multiple reasons, not only Wait, just because... But don't people who get promoted usually deserve that promotion? Yeah, that usually. Promotions work? Usually. This is why... So, like, it's a twofold. I'm nauseous and I want to puke. Okay. Um, one, because I want Matt Canada fired. And now that I see that he's gotten promoted to working more closely with Kenny Pickett, um, I'm all, that makes me want to puke. Twofold. I'm working in the sports industry and at some point in my life, I would possibly like to work for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I no longer think that that is a possible thing. Okay. Why? Because I think I care too much about being good at my job. I try too hard and I go above and beyond, and that is clearly not the uh -huh. type of person the Pittsburgh Steelers want in their organization 
or are going to promote if they get them in their organization. Wait, no, but you could just say that so, those are your weaknesses, like Michael Scott, and then that's perfect. So I just I don't think I'm going to be valued in this organization should I ever get a chance to work for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, so well that that does give me a little bit of hope then because it sounds like Matt Canada is doing all the wrong things to get a job promotion. Yeah, he's still got that, correct? Mm-hmm. So here's something that was brought up a little bit last week. And I would think that this guy is not going about the correct way to get a promotion or even a job with the Steelers. But maybe because things are so backwards there, he could. What do you think about um, Antonio Brown just going on Twitter and calling Matt Canada Hitler left and right? (laughs) So... Antonio Brown is so drunk on Twitter. I actually kind of want him to be the offensive coordinator. I I actually Um, need to follow him right now before I forget. I am very much kind of in on Antonio Brown being the offensive coordinator. I, it's so funny. He, I don't know. I don't know the correlation between how he got from just like, Hey, Matt Canada should be fired. Hire Antonio Brown to Hitler. I yeah. also like. That I he think. Uses... I think that's taking it a little too far. I would never do something like that. But there's nothing that I. Matt Canada can't get like if you break this down. Matt Canada cannot get people to follow him, and do what he says. <laughs> like it makes no sense. <laughs> Oh my god! It it makes no sense. (laughs) But this is also something that was tweeted out by a guy that uses hashtag CTE on every single one of his tweets. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) I I thought it was pure comedy that Antonio Brown's taking to Twitter to do all of this. So do you think? uh, Question on it: Do you think he helped or hurt his chances today of getting the offensive coordinator job? I think. Just, I think he might have hurt himself with that. With that one, I think he hurt himself Dang. yesterday when the news broke and he tweeted out a picture of him in a headset. That I think helped. Okay. Because why not? Also, I think Le'Veon Bell was at this game. Oh, interesting. <laughs> just, just a completely other weird side note. He just but, happened to be in Vegas and he was like, "Oh man, my <laughs> old team is here." He's, he probably lives in Vegas. But it kind of, like, makes me a little bit happy that now, like, Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown care so much about the Steelers being good again, where it, like, felt like they were trying to sabotage the organization for a while. And now, like, they're all on Twitter just, like, you know, upset that the Steelers aren't great anymore. And you can see it there. Outside everything, okay, I got, uh, if I'm going to bash Matt Canada, I think I need to say... Nice things about him. Well, they got a... never, that is never how you've gone about bashing someone before, but okay. Go, no, if go I'm going to bash, when things are bad and I'm going to blame Matt Canada for everything, when things go well, I have to maybe give Matt Canada a slight amount of credit somewhere. Okay. Okay. I, that's respectful behavior on your part. It was Ash. one hell of a play call when the Steelers ran the ball th- two times Got to third and one. All they need to do is get a first down. He pulls Kenny Pickett out on the bootleg towards 
the blitz where Allen Robinson just slips out because they have three guys rushing. He finds him. Allen Robinson drops down inbounds, holds on to the football, and the Steelers get the first down they needed to drain enough clock to only give um, Jimmy Garoppolo about 15 seconds to work with when the Raiders got the ball back. So Matt Canada had some better play calls. I said it. I said I've seen more. I've seen play calls that I had never seen before from Matt Canada and the Steelers team. So I don't know if they were just waiting. They might have, like, honestly, they might have just been waiting to, like, not be playing the best two defenses to try and, like, actually run some real plays. And, I mean, also, like, you're, you went against two teams that you're going to have to play again. You're probably not going to play the Raiders again. I'm just going to guess you're not going to play the Raiders again. So, here we go. I would like to see more out of the offense. There were still a couple chances where... I needed them to like just put the game away and get that. Kenny Pickett threw for two touchdowns. First time he's done that in his career, his young career. The Steelers got over 300 yards of offense. I have literally not seen that since 2020. Um, Do they get over 400 though? No. Okay. I don't think so. Uh, And that's where I was hoping. I was wanting that 400. I'm going to take three. I'll take three. Baby steps. And I sort of liked what I saw. I, in, the officiating was terrible. I don't need to like. We really don't need to go down this entire hole. Hey, we don't. We don't complain about officiating after wins. We don't. Okay, but that was one of the worst calls I think I've ever seen. Minka Fitzpatrick got called for a roughing the passer call that was just outrageously bad. It was one of the worst calls I think I've ever seen. Um, and, and it just it made me sick. It was bad. Minka Fitzpatrick has now gotten two of these. In the last two weeks, he's been on a controversial hit, and and I I worry about that as a Steelers fan. That my one of my biggest playmakers, every time he does something and makes that big play, the last two weeks, it's now become a negative in the media, and that is gonna creep into your mind a little bit. We're they're all humans there. The last thing I want to have happen is that now Minka has a chance coming downhill at a quarterback. I guarantee you he misses the next sack he tries to go for because this stupid penalty was thrown. It was bad. It was bad officiating, and it gave the Raiders the chance to win. And one of the reasons I'm not, like, overly high on this game at all, Kellen, is because Josh McDaniels is largely the reason that the Pittsburgh Steelers won this game. Dude, what a dummy. He he is, uh, it is, he it is was a bad, bad. coach. He, he's, he's been a bad head coach before. He got another shot, and he's proven that he's a bad head coach again. And all his only success that he's ever had in his career came when Tom Brady was his quarterback. Yeah. It was I, I just don't understand how this guy has been given this long of a leash for this long. It it was it's so bad. It just I I don't fully I really don't I I I just I don't understand it. I don't know how you figure that out. I mean it was it was fourth down and like seven and the Raiders decide they're going to kick a field goal. The Steelers take a stupid penalty, one of the leveraging or whatever the official name is. Stupid penalty. Give the Raiders another first down. They get inside like the 10-yard line, and the Steelers force another fourth down, they decide to kick a field goal. I mean, <laughs> it, it was just the Steelers gave him two chances to get that correct by making yeah. a stupid mental <laughs> error. And I'm sitting there going, oh, my gosh. And also, 
the Steelers couldn't cover Devontae Adams. He was just too good. It yeah, was every big third down they needed, but they were like, hey, maybe they're yeah. only that's Josh McDaniel's dumb brain right there. It's like maybe he only works on third down. We can't actually go to him on fourth. It was it it was like if Jimmy Garoppolo had enough time to make the play to Devontae Adams, it was a touchdown or a big gain every single time. And kudos to TJ Watt. He was really, really great. Um also like I was sick listening to Chris Collinsworth last night. Oh, dude, he, Chris Collinsworth loves him some Jalen Warren, though. He does. He loves Jalen Warren, which is awesome. He I, hates I also, Najee, though, big time. He hates. You know what's really funny to me? Because I feel like most of the time when you have a football player that's maybe a little bit, like, on the smaller side or whatever, we slowly try and, like, phase that out. Like, Russell Wilson, we tried to make him seem taller than he actually was. And, like, I feel like this Jalen Warren's the complete opposite. Because he's standing up these these pass rushers, and they're just like that was a five. Like I swear to God, he starts at five nine every game, and he gets down to being five five by the end of the oh, game. Oh, dude, I they're thought like, I thought he, I thought he was the first four foot ten person to play in NFL history. Like it's just he keeps getting shorter and shorter every time he makes a big play. They're like, and that's a five eight one hundred twenty pound guy going against yeah. going against a seven foot monster in Max like, Crosby. They, there's all this talk about Deuce Vaughn being way too small to play football, and apparently Jalen Warren is way smaller than him in every single game, but like, not at the beginning of it. I love, I do love Jalen Warren. He's very fun to watch. I kind of liked what the Steelers did yesterday. Like, I think Najee Harris, I think in some respects, gets a bad rap because I think he's a little bit like Derrick Henry, where it looks like he's running slower than he actually is. So, like, there's been a lot of videos coming out about, Dude, like... He does look like the slowest person of all time. He looks in some of those so videos. slow, but he's still, like, he is still moving, whereas Jalen Warren's four foot eight, and so his legs are just churning so yeah. quickly that it looks like he's moving a million miles an hour. And, I mean, I'm just... I it, think they found a good they found a good balance. The offensive line was getting the blocks, and Jalen Warren's just... it's. I like it because it is a change of pace where Najee is still going to kind of do a little bit of a dance and try and get around you. I think he could learn from Jalen Warren and just run downhill and he would be better than Jalen Warren. But like, I like the sort of change of pace. And I think if Najee keeps getting going here, like he had a couple big plays towards the end and he still is that like super physical. He's going to knock you down. He'll go through you sort of guy and I just I think Najee needs a little bit of confidence in this season and I think we're starting to get that so it looked good there the Steelers are now going to go play the Texans next week that this is a perfect chance I think is the Texans have been looking pretty pretty good they will we can we'll segue into the, their game here against the Jags because the Jags are terrible but we got the Texans looking pretty good and I I think this is perfect for the Steelers to kind of come in and put them in their place a little bit with who have the Texans played? Like they've not played a defense with a pass rush quite like Pittsburgh, I don't think. No, they played Indy, Jacksonville, and yeah. I, I can't remember the third team, but um, no, yeah, it, it hasn't. It's so it, I think I like they the haven't Steelers faced TJ Watt here. at all. But yeah, I I do too. 
with the Texans, yeah, they they did just beat Jacksonville. Kind of a surprise game, but probably not for you, Josh, because you've never been on the Jacksonville bandwagon. Nope. You, I've I've invited you to jump on many times, and you haven't. And uh, I feel really, like you did really, like last week. Last week, yeah, no, I, I definitely <laughs> did last week. One hundred percent, I did. I think I do it every week. I invite you to jump on, and you never do. And it's smart because there's the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they looked like it on Sunday against the Texans. And I feel silly. I feel silly for believing in them because it's one of those things where I should know better. I'm a Bears fan. I should know better, yeah. and I don't know better as a Bears fan, but. Some teams just are who they are, and Jacksonville just seems to be one of those teams, no matter who they have at head coach and who they have at quarterback. And I know this is probably just a way big of an overreaction on a Monday, but you got to beat the Texans. The, the Texans are bad. They were, <laughs> they, were, they were really bad last year. They were trying to get the number one pick last year, and they're starting a rookie quarterback, and they have a rookie head coach, and they have a bunch of young players all over the field. And they're just not a very good football team. And Jacksonville, you were supposed to run away with the division this year. And now you're one and two. What's yeah, the deal? It's bad. it's bad. I need to stop myself from saying anything negative about the Texans right now. Um, So I think they're a pretty good football team this year. I'm not going to go. They're a bad football team. I think they're a good team. We'll see. You know what happens, but the Jags are just god awful. The Jags are such a bad team; it bothers me. They're a bad team that could still win that division, though. Like I could still see them the winning division the division. Sucks. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's why. But it's just this is this is the year that you take a step forward, and it's just it has to be such a similar feeling for Jacksonville fans as what it is for half these teams in the league that we thought were going to take a step forward this year. It it just doesn't work like that for some reason, and it could just be complete organizational failure, or they're cursed. I don't know what it is, but did it, objectively, like, don't don't take your Jags bias out of it for a second. You look at that that kind of roster. You saw Trevor Lawrence take a step forward last year. They add a number one wide receiver for a, the team that led the NFL in drops last year. So you finally get that sure-handed receiver to kind of help things out, and you were a playoff team last year, wouldn't you expect them to take a step forward a little bit, you know? If if be, you took... Be, win if, the games that you're supposed to win, at least. If you took the team, like, jerseys, logo, everything out of it, yeah, yes. Take, take it, yeah, take it all out, yeah. Then yes. But with Jags, no. Okay, yeah. I, mean, I don't what, believe... I will never believe in the Jaguars. Yeah, I mean, they, I, I already feel like an idiot for doing that, and, and it's only week three. But I feel like they've shown me enough to make me feel like an idiot right now. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. They have. They have. They definitely have. It's just Jacksonville. It's just who They're they are. They're so bad. They're so I, bad. I've never seen the Jaguars be good in my life. They had they had the one year with Blake Bortles, but even then, it, it was just a big time flash in the pan. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. They're bad. I hate that team. Yeah, sorry to remind you of yeah, no, Blake thanks. Bortles. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You remind me of Cody Parkey every single week. Who? I don't. I don't remember who I just said. Oh. Uh, okay. But hey, CJ Stroud, he looks pretty nice, and I could be right about that one. Do you want to hop on the CJ Stroud bandwagon with me? No, because I fully am anticipating 
the Steelers just assaulting him next week. Okay, yeah. He he is yeah, gone. He could, he could see a lot of things that confuse him next week. He has gone the longest out of any rookie quarterback without throwing a pick, though. Yeah, it's it's going to be like, uh, you remember that episode of The League where, uh, uh, who's the, who, have you seen that show? Yes. Okay. I think oh, I told you to watch it. Uh, I don't know about that. I think someone else told me to watch it. That was a while ago, though. Um, maybe it was. I don't know. I don't mm. know. But you, uh, Andre, where he was just like, uh, yeah, I've never been pooped on by a bird. And they're like, oh, <laughs> you're about to be in for one. And then, you know, w- once you open the floodgates, it just yep. pours. And he got pooped on by every single bird imaginable at one time. Yeah. So I think that could be what happens against a good defense this week in the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I hope. I don't know. I hope that the Steelers can go and they can take business, take care of business here. I don't really know what's going to happen, though, because this also wouldn't surprise me if they lost. I really just I wouldn't be surprised at all if they went and lost this game. Yeah, because I, they're favored. This The Steelers. Just because of who they are, they don't go below 500 under Mike Tomlin. This is just one of those games that they're going to win because they it's all, it's one of those wins on the way to not being below 500. You're just going to take know. care of that one. I just see it happening. I hope. I hope yeah. it can be a stress-free win. Okay. Well, I don't know but, about stress-free. I don't know if you've had a lot of those. It just, it's I just going to be a win. No, I've never had a stress-free one. I've never even seen it. But, yeah, I mean, the next game that really stood out to me, Kellen, I guess not really even stood out but happened that I was kind of excited about just the Colts Ravens okay yeah that because Lamar Jackson sucks uh, okay he's bad say hey Lamar Jackson no help he's not getting any help he's bad he's okay but Josh J.K. Dobbins went down again week one so he's the only running back in that backfield really yeah I'm glad you brought it. I know I like what you did there. That was thank awesome. You. I, I do thank, appreciate the way you did that. Okay. Wait, but Josh, real quick. Thank you for appreciating that yes. too. Th- that I was appreciate good. you appreciating me because I did that for you. That was good. Because now, I, it's the same with Justin Fields. So I, is can, there can, literally, can you name another franchise that has gotten more like, I don't know if credit's the right word, but more passes because of injuries than the than the Ravens no. every single year yeah. they're like oh the Ravens are going to be so good their entire roster gets hurt and they're like oh well the Ravens would have been good if everyone like yeah. didn't get hurt it's isn't part of isn't part <laughs> of building a roster assembling guys that are healthy can stay healthy aren't injury prone and also if you think back to remember those NFL surveys that came out that all the teams filled out about facilities and everything, and they did the grades. Um, strength and conditioning for the Ravens, you might remember every player gave them an F, and they did not hire a new strength and conditioning coach, and now their entire team is injured. I'm not, like, I don't, and it is, there's probably some, like, inner divisional hatred bias here from me when I'm saying this, but, like, why are we giving them a pass and being like, Oh, the Ravens are a better team. They, you know, because the Steelers are leading that division. They are number one in the division right now. Okay. 
Well, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know how, but like, why are we going, oh, well, if the Ravens were healthy, they're not healthy. Part of being successful in the NFL is staying healthy. You see the best players of all time stayed healthy or they played through minor injuries and stuff like that. They sold their soul to the devil, Tom Brady, and they just, they didn't ever come off the field. The Ravens yeah. have injuries every single year, and we're all just like, oh, well, it's too bad. If only the Ravens, like, uh, stop giving them a pass. Well, and here's, here's another interesting part is we know they have depth, um, and that's part that's part of being a good football team. So, uh, and with, like, all the injuries that's happened, usually when, like, your quarterback goes out, you're done for. If you're on your backup quarterback, a lot yeah. of times you have to chalk that up to a loss. The Ravens have been one of those few rosters the last couple of years where they actually do have good backup quarterbacks and they get the job done. So you understand that, oh, they probably do have good depth outside of the quarterback position because when other players are getting hurt, they're still somehow winning games, even when Lamar Jackson isn't on the field. Yeah. So you can't just, it can't just be one way and like whenever they lose, it's because of injuries. But then if they win and their quarterback's out, they have great depth. Like, it's, it's one or the other. It doesn't, yeah. It, it, something's not uh, not adding up over here. It just doesn't work. Kudos to the Colts, though, for winning that game. That made me feel good. I was very happy for the Colts and for Colts fans there. Gardner Minshew came out, and he had a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as <laughs> as good of a game as you can have while running out of the back of your own end zone, Gardner Minshew did that. He did that, and guess what? We're not apologizing for a win in Indianapolis that helped out. Having the Ravens lose that game was fantastic for me. I'm very happy for. I'm happy for Colts fans. I'm I'm gonna say it. I'm happy ha- for. Them. Happy for the shirt tuckers. Are, are nope. shirt shirt tuckers your fan base of the week? No, they are not. Actually, not. who was? Okay. I have to figure out. I think I even wrote down who my fan base of the week was. Wow. So stay you, tuned for that. You prepared for the yes, show. Yes, I do have. I have a fan base of the week that was written down. So There we go. There yeah. we go. Mm-hmm. Um, if we have nothing else to say about the Ravens, I do want to move into another big game that happened at the same time as the Bears, and we touched on a little bit earlier. Yeah. The Cowboys and the Cardinals, they play – Biggest upset of this young NFL season, I would say, the Cardinals win, and it, it's it was kind of a little bit weird uh, because I I expected the Cowboys to unravel. They always do, Josh. We know this, but it happened here, too early. It happened I'm too early. It happened too early, and 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 like let me tell you, like what the schedule looks like right now because they've had their cupcake games to start the season this week. They were going to face the. They faced the Cardinals. They lost. But if they win next week, it was going to be against a fraudulent Patriots team. They're yep. going to get that win, go four and zero, and then they were going to face San Francisco. That's when things were supposed to unravel. So, yeah, Josh, is this a good thing for the Cowboys? They're I unraveling think... earlier than expected. Now they can maybe right the ship earlier than expected, like they never do. Because this is different than any other Cowboys season. Usually they always start off hot and then they face a good team. And then yeah, but we everyone need, starts. They need the cu- I think they're going to need this cushion of a game that they just dropped. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're not going to be the favorites to win the division. That's for sure. You still got Philly there. Like, they still got to fight their way to get into the playoffs. It's yeah, not like I it's think... just a given. 
Yeah, I think that they're going to need this game. So I think it's going to I think it's going to be they beat I think they really beat up on the Patriots and I do think they get curb stomped by the 49ers and it just yeah. kind of I think then you're getting mediocrity from there on out. So you don't think it's a good thing for the Cowboys. I don't they lost think this good, game. Okay. I don't think it's good that they lost. Losing to the Cardinals not a good thing. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I'll have to remember that. Um, I no, think it could but, be a good thing. I don't know how, also, but I'll, I think it could be somehow. And also, thank everything that the Steelers won that game on Sunday night. Okay, how many times have we thanked the Steelers for winning that game on Sunday I night was, so far? Because I was about to go, while I was watching this game happen, because they turned off the Bears game and made me watch this game. Thank you for reminding me. Yep. Um. The reason that this game was the way that it was for the Cardinals was because of the rushing attack from quarterback Josh Dobbs and running back James Conner. Hey. (laughs) And I don't think that I would have been able to handle it had the Steelers lost that Sunday night game. And I had to watch what just happened here because Josh Dobbs was on the roster and I had always liked Josh Dobbs. I always thought he should be ahead of Mason Rudolph. And then he looked pretty not bad. He, he's, looked, the- he's looked pretty not bad for three weeks now, Josh. <laughs> like, he, I, I was expecting Josh Dobbs playing quarterback to be the worst quarterback in NFL history and for him to get benched after maybe a quarter. And, and he's one and two and they've been in every single game that they've played in this year. Yeah. And James Conner looks so good. And so I'm just, I'm glad that, you know, I'm happy for the Cardinals. I'm glad they beat the Cowboys, but is, I couldn't fully enjoy it because the Steelers didn't kick off till eight o'clock, obviously. So I needed to like, this anxiety was looming over my head that like, this might be something that's going to happen to me. So is there any sort of advantage to, and do you think Josh Dobbs might end up revolutionizing the, not just the quarterback position, but NFL football in general, in that he is just so damn slippery and hard to grab that he's tough to bring down because he can't grow any hair? Um, I don't think that's going to happen. Okay, I was wondering. I'm just, I'm just asking no, the questions here. Because I think I, people would have... I think that's where you're going to get a catastrophic injury. Man, imagine a lubed-up Josh Dobbs before I a think... game. You cannot touch that dude. I think that's where you get a catastrophic injury okay. because someone just like you, you stop arm tackling and you're just going straight for the head. Well, no, I'm, you know, it, it's not that they're not trying to grab him. It's just that it's more difficult to, they could, yeah, still but no, you get, him. I know, but you get to the end of the game though, and you need to stop. You're pinning yeah. your ears back and you're going through the guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But even then, you know, that's that's where the lube comes in, or the oil. I don't know if we want to you're say hitting lube. Him. You're hitting him right in the. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, you know, it, when, I'm when you're oiled square. up, nothing's no. gonna be nothing's gonna be square. You're just gonna be sliding right off. No, I'm thinking you're square right in the face, and you're done. That's all I'm saying. I think catastrophic injury. Okay. All right. So, but hey, congrats! To, hey, also. Have we haven't made fun? I I feel like before the season, Jonathan Gannon he got made fun of a lot. We may have accidentally maybe thrown him in once, maybe once, but we've been maybe too lazy to even make fun of him. So we're looking pretty smart on just not making fun of that hire because he looks like a decent head coach so far. Yeah, I didn't even try. I didn't even bother to learn the guy's name. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's also part of the reason. Hey, great on great on us to not learn the guy's name because then we would have actually made fun of him. Yeah. But now we can call him a good coach, and we know his name for, too. For now, I'm not yeah. sure if we should get it. Yeah, I don't. We know. don't we, have a great track I, record. I got way this. ahead on the Jaguars. They just lost to the Texans. <laughs> so they they've really been hurting me ever since. I oh, think they the got, Cardinals. They the I playoffs. think the Cardinals are one of those teams that they're going to win just. One or two too many games here in the next couple of weeks that teams are actually going to start really seriously game planning for them. Well, and... Kyler Murray coming back this season too. Will he? Yeah, because the no, the... But, but but will he? He will. Because the the big concern you think he's with... going to play. I know he's going to play. The big concern with him was when he's coming off the IR if if he was going to be ready after four weeks. So he's gonna he's gonna be coming back in just a couple weeks here. I, I I know that. I know that. So you want to stop this train while it's rolling? Oh, and you're talking Kyle. about him like maybe even not getting the job back. Yeah. Okay, I like that. I, I'll take you. Know, so I know that he will be healthy enough to play in a couple weeks. My sources confirm. I would hot take. This is the hottest of hot takes. Oh, More on. likely to see Kyler Murray in a Jets jersey than a Cardinals jersey this year. Wow! Oh, I <laughs> love that take. I love. That's, it. I'm, I'm all that's in. That's where that. I am. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, let's just start that. Let's start that rumor like, right that now. That would be awesome. Kyler Murray to the Jets? Maybe. How awesome would that be? Okay. Well, let's let's talk about the Jets here then, because <laughs> Zach Wilson sucks. Zach Wilson is really bad, and he's just—they're <laughs> not going to make the playoffs with him at quarterback. They're not—they're not, they're not going to win two games with him at quarterback i don't think if anyone wants to feel better about the quarterback performance you saw this week just go watch zach wilson highlights yeah it's just i think a perfect summation of everything in that game was when it was fourth and 10 with a minute 15 left (laughs) and the patriots absolutely needed or, or the jets absolutely needed a first down against the patriots and zach wilson throws the ball one yard past the sticks. <laughs> one one yard past the line of scrimmage. For in, a gain of two yards, the guy was tackled immediately. There was a guy right next to him. And, and then Patriots just run out the clock. That's game over. I, I could not I could not believe that that happened. Throw the ball downfield. Even if it's an interception, you at least need to throw it to someone past the first down marker. Yeah. I, it was so bad. He is so bad. The Jets are so bad. And somehow Robert Salah is still sitting here going, yeah, he gives us the best chance to win. No, he doesn't. There are no. so many other I people give you, you I can give go out and get. To win. He is so bad. It is unbelievable. So, And it's just objectively funny. Do you think that they've already he, – he's just saying that because they're just chalking this up to a lost season at this point because they put all their eggs in the Aaron Rodgers basket. And, I and think you, they're you, trying you tell, to me. You can tell like kind of by what's happening on the sidelines too. They're fighting on the sidelines. People are getting into it. Garrett Wilson looks really unhappy. Coaches are getting into it with players. Players are getting into it with coaches. And then this whole offseason you saw in hard knocks, they're calling themselves – they're the eagle. They're the one that people are pecking mm-hmm. at. They're not the underdogs anymore. So you've shifted this whole mentality of the Jets were the underdogs last year. They've been the underdogs the last decade. You at least play with nothing to lose when you're the underdog. And now they're, they're playing with something to lose. 
And they're not a very good team without Aaron Rodgers. And they're even worse when you add in Zach Wilson to the equation. But So they're going to lose a lot of games. Do you think like the mentality is just completely flipped and Robert Sala, Sala might like just be losing the team at this point? I don't know that he's losing team as much as I mean. He, I don't. I th- I really don't like him. I don't have a reason for not liking him. I just don't like him. So I'm just gonna say that. And, and okay. I have no. I Racist. literally have no reason for not like. I just do not like this guy. But like, I it's think you be, just have. You don't a, like bald people. You're bald. I think you just have a bunch of people that all signed up for this. And it is not what they signed up for. No, absolutely like Everyone not. was there to play with Aaron Rodgers. And now everyone, it's just kind of setting in that this is just going to suck. And this yeah. is not what we signed up for. And then you kind of have this weird, like, you need to keep it sort of together. Because if Aaron Rodgers does come back and play like he says he's going to, you want to be a part of that. But, like, it's just so toxic right now where it's a nightmare that won't end. And I think it's just people need to figure it out and you need to see some sort of life from somewhere on this team. Yeah. It's just so bad right now. And, and it kind of happened. It, it, it happened different than we expected it to happen because when we're watching Hard Knocks, we're just like they're they're hyping up this team, this player, and everything. And now, like, do we know if – maybe the defense doesn't respond because they're getting all the, like the offense is getting all this praise. They're saying, don't worry about it. Whereas like, you can kind of see where they went wrong in that. Like, like I said, they put all their eggs in the Aaron Rodgers basket, but yeah, everything was completely built and centered around that. And you've just taken that part of the equation away. And that's just not how you build a football team. When there's 52 other guys on the roster, you can't, that's and I'll I'll stand on this. That's why bringing Aaron Rodgers in is such a cancer. You need a backup plan. You can't you can't have this guy who needs literally he needs everything focused around him. He changed the 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 format of Hard Knocks completely mm-hmm. to so that they could actually show him on the on the show. And he's so egotistical. He needed everything around him. Needed all these guys praising him, and that's all that they did this off season. And now he's just gone, and you've taken everything away from all these guys. It's a terrible way that they've built a football team, and that's why they're the New York Jets. It's it's comical. It's so funny, and I just I I do love it. I really do. So now, like looking forward, I I had this uh, hypothesis about the Broncos earlier that you know maybe things were just one year off for them the whole time. Now you've taken a year off with no Aaron Rodgers. Do you think that shifts things for next year and they're just kind of screwed for the next couple of years to come? Because it was supposed to be this year. They were supposed to be better. I, I Even assuming, you know, maybe Aaron Rodgers comes back fully healthy off of an Achilles at 40 years old. That would be crazy, but it could happen. It, it could just still shift things an extra year where they don't have the same players in place. The, the message from the coaches are different. And just not everybody's responding the same way. You know, it just changes things for for next year now too. I mean, yeah, I think we've I think we've seen this already with the Jets. Like, I think this can be the Brett Favre thing. Like, I just, yeah. I, how do you go through the entire next see 
offseason as the Jets organization and not try and plan for Aaron Rodgers getting hurt again without pissing off Aaron Rodgers because you're planning for him possibly getting hurt again. Yeah, I, it's I have just, no idea. Because he, he obviously tough. doesn't can't like, do like backup competition. He's shown that already. Although, I, he's low-key friends with Zach Wilson. and yeah, it that's seems not like competition. That's the okay, thing. Okay, but it seems like he's kind of friends with Jordan Love, too. Like, texting but him. Also, not competition. Jordan Love is not Aaron okay. Rodgers. But he hated him, so. Then when's he ever had competition? Well, he, he didn't like the idea of them drafting Jordan Love at first, but then he saw how terrible Jordan Love was at practice, yeah. and he realized no competition there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let you have that one. Thank you, because but, the, when we cover the Packers game, it's not going to be that fun for me. Yeah. So let's make one stop before we get there. Okay. Uh, let's stop in Carolina or right. in Seattle. Okay. Seattle, Carolina, 37-27 Seahawks beat the Panthers. Andy Thank Dalton. You. Andy Dalton, baby. Yeah. Andy Dalton game. And he, he lost. Win, yeah. But that was an Andy Dalton game. He played he, good enough to probably win most games. That's and they true. lost. Yeah. So congrats. So should he be the starter going forward? They're not, they're trying to win games this year. They don't have their first round pick. Um, I would say no. Okay, good. Yeah, don't bench. That that's a great way to lose all confidence in your rookie right yeah. there. I would say your rookie needs to play as much as possible. Is Bryce Young the worst of the three quarterbacks drafted? People are asking. As of right now, yes. Like the big three, yeah. Well, yeah, as of right now, for sure. He's yes. the worst. I think, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, He's congrats also to the Seattle there. Two and one. I believe three, so. Three, no? Two and one, at least two wins. They're two and one. Yeah, two and one. Wow, good team. Great team. No, Pete Carroll gets it done good. every year. I don't really like Pete Carroll. I don't either. Kind of but he, he does get it done. He, he, got he it. does. Yeah, he just kind of annoys me. You know, he's the oldest coach in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been that he's, way since he entered the league. I can't stand him. He's like a hundred years old. He really makes me upset. He's youthful though. Useful. Um. All right. Another game. I kind of. Well, I guess let's just talk about the Packers. Let's just do it. Cheap shot. Cheap shot. Packers taking out Derek Carr. There it is. Packers beat the Saints, eighteen to seventeen. As soon as Kellen texted me saying Jordan loves an awful quarterback, he let a seventeen point comeback. Yeah, it's not. It was not a good look. <laughs> uh, I stand by the fact that he did not play well. If you look at that fourth down play that the Packers ran, that was maybe the least athletic thing I've ever seen a quarterback do. Uh, he had a really awful interception on top of that as well. Thank you. I hit the over on my interceptions on my player prop for Jordan Love, so that was really big of him to do that. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the Packers did injure Derek Carr, super dirty cheap shot, and luckily avoided the worst. Uh, well, Jameis came in, but they but they didn't let Jameis throw until his very last drive because they were just trying to run out the clock, and then he was throwing it well. So they should have done that earlier. Yeah, Let a obviously. game-winning drive. Saints missed the game-winning field goal. And uh, that's just the way the kickers are sometimes. That's the way the cookie crumbles. I stand by the fact that Jordan Love was not good, though. Okay. And, and you know what? It, kinda, it, it, it wasn't the worst thing in the world because it was a nice reminder of what Sundays really are like for me because I, 
this whole offseason was getting excited, all that stuff. Uh, but no, it's just the Packers getting lucky in the early afternoon window, and then the Bears getting the brakes beaten off of them in the late afternoon window. So I have this yeah. really I have an angry feeling that I just watched the Packers win and get gifted with a win going into an inevitable Bears loss. And that's just the I just keep falling for it. It's like it's like NFL Sundays are Lucy and I am Charlie Brown mm-hmm. trying to kick a football. And I just keep falling for it every time. I get optimistic. But that being said, I do think the Bears have a good shot against the Broncos this weekend. Okay. I like that. Um, I'm kind of my stance on the Packers is I low key want them to be like semi okay because I don't, I don't see them as a threat, but I need them to beat the Lions. It's my least favorite thing you've ever said. I, I don't see the Packers as a threat to do anything in the NFC. Maybe not even make the playoffs. I just need them to destroy the Lions twice. Yeah, I don't think I've ever disliked anything you've said more in your entire life. I hated that. I, I just, hated every I, second of hearing that. I need them to beat the Lions. I need them to beat the Lions. The Lions are so insufferable. I can't stand them. They won a game that they should have easily lost today or yesterday. 20-6, to six, they beat the Falcons. The Falcons are horrible. They're a terrible. Like the Falcons are just bad. It was a joke. They couldn't it, do anything, and they were still in the game until the very end. Well, you kind of, you kind of fa- the. It seems like the playbook is out now on how to beat the Falcons, and it's pretty simple. You just make them pass the football because Desmond Ritter cannot throw a football. No, he's not gonna. He's, he's not gonna. Really pass bad. He's really bad. Yeah. You think? Hey, uh, Justin Fields. To Atlanta, I've heard those rumors before because he's from Atlanta. Have you? Well, not really, but he's from Atlanta, so hmm. could happen. You never know. They passed on him in the draft, though. If they want to add another dynamic runner to that room, Desmond Ritter doesn't really run the football that well. But no. Bijan and Algier and Justin Fields, that could be cool. monster. They should run the triple option. Then. Oh, that would actually triple sick. option in the NFL. Yes, please. That would be awesome. Okay, but Josh, back to the Lions. You don't like them. No. I don't think you'll ever give them credit for anything, so I don't even know why I'm about to ask this question. Uh, But I'm going to ask it anyways. Jared, is Jared Goff kind of good? Is he just a little bit maybe just slightly good? I, I mean, he's an average quarterback. I appreciate you for actually taking thought on that question because you, you did like yeah. Jared Goff has been to a Super Bowl. He has. Yeah. This is never I've never really been on the Jared Goff as like a terrible quarterback kick. Okay, but that's I'm not what more, I'm saying. I'm I'm no. asking is he good? I think he could be good. Like not not great or anything, not not Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, that stratosphere. Uh but I think he could be like two tiers below that. Good. Poss- possibly what well, I just I can't get out of my mind. Is I thought he was good when he went to the Super Bowl. I don't think he's playing at a Super Bowl level currently because I've still seen some throws that he's making that he probably would have con- completed. He just dropped off so much last time he was good that I'm hesitant to crown him back at being good, if that makes sense. It's really more just 
Maybe I should because it's going to make it. Yeah, he's good. Okay. It's going to make it even more funny for me if you have a good quarterback and you don't win. Yeah, See, sure. He's you, great. You don't understand. I'm just trying to help you if set you these never people went. up for failure. Let's, let's add add him to the list of Lions players that were great and never won a single thing. Jared Goff. <laughs> yeah, perfect. It would it's suck a laundry if they list actually, I mean, uh, they, they're going to run away with the division, though. They're, they really are. I, I think they're by far the best team. Unfortunately, no more... CJ Gardner Johnson for them for the for the rest of the year, but I'm the still, secondary is still not bad. Um, although it's I you know not real not a real test against Atlanta. I don't really think they're that great. Like I don't think they're that good. I don't think the I don't think the NFC North is a runaway. I think it kind of is going to look like the AFC North, where it's going to be a slugfest oh, till the end. It's not going to be yeah, but it's going to be a much uglier version of whatever they're doing. <laughs> it in is the AFC going North. to be. It it's is going, going to be like to watching be an, the high school version of that. This is going to be a slugfest to the end. I don't think anyone's running away with this division. I think the Lions do. I really do. Uh, I, I, I'm not, I, the Packers have not impressed me, even though they're 2-1. and one, And Minnesota and Chicago are truly terrible. So outside of it being the Packers, what's the difference between the Packers and the Lions? I, two I, and ones. I, I think the, the Lions are better... At every single position on offense, they have a much better offensive line. Their quarterback is better. You could make a, you could maybe say uh, at at running back the Packers are better, but even the line the Lions have been better because they've been healthier there, and the receivers are much much better. And I think the defenses are relatively the same. Packers have a slight edge. And it's the area where they have had that slight edge is in the secondary, and they've been really banged up this year. Jair, Jair Alexander just missed that last game. Russell Douglas usually misses time. Um, so I, I, I'm yeah, not, I'm I, not, I'm much hot. Like I just I, can't see the Lions running away with the yeah, division. I understand. I understand where you're at. Where I'm saying the Lions are going to run away with the division, and that's literally never happened ever. And we just talked about earlier. With the with the Jaguars, they are who they are, and the Lions tend to be who they are, and they're just not a team that runs away with a division. Yeah, I just I can't see it. Um, let's see what other oh Bills Commanders. Do we really like thirty seven to three? That was the Sam Howell return to who he actually is. Game he threw yeah. a million interceptions. Is that even an actual game? No. Then the last game that I think we have, this just makes me kind of want to vomit. Yeah. The Browns won 27 to 3. And here we are again. Guess what? Miles Garrett played and he's the best defensive player in the entire league. You've got to be kidding me. I was waiting for that because he had two and a half sacks in like the first quarter. I'm like, oh, Josh is not going to like that at all. Like, you're joking. (laughs) He's the best. Like, did we forget what happened last week? We're seriously saying that we're seriously saying this guy is the best defensive player. And like, what are we taught? People are so stupid. Well, you need a short memory in sports, and I guess us as fans, we need a short memory as well, too. It's brutal. It's brutal. You, I think the Titans are done. I think Derrick Henry's washed up, and I think the Titans are just done. I I don't want to put too much of it on Derrick Henry just because I love him, but I mean, he does have a ton of miles on those. Oh, I'm not. I'm not putting it on. I'm not putting it on him. 
by any means. Yeah. I just think he's washed up and like I think it's more the Titans don't they weren't prepared for him to not be able to do Derrick Henry things. He's still good, but he's not win you every single football game you win good. Yeah, you're right because it's not like Tannehill has gotten to the point where he's like crazy old or anything and he's not pl- he shouldn't he be feels playing like his he's best. 40. But he he looks awful. He's he's been truly terrible this year. I swear Tannehill's and, and, 40 years old. He's probably 33. I, I know, but I swear he's 40. Does uh, he not feel 40 to you? No, he feels 40 just with yeah. the way he plays. It's but brutal. How, how how much longer do you think Titans fans are going to be pounding the table for uh, Will Levis to be starting football games? I don't. I think Will Levis is not good either, and I think he's probably a worse option than Tannehill. Tannehill's 35. experience-wise. Okay, 35. I was close. Um, but Tannehill's just not getting it done. This team still has some sort of expectations because you still have Derrick Henry under contract. And you're going to have to change something eventually because they have no pass game right now. It looks it looks like they're the Falcons, but with a much older running back past his prime. I like that. But do, like, what, I'm, what I'm asking is, when do you think they start asking for Will Levis Soon. to start games? I think they probably already are. If I, yeah, I just think that they don't have a big enough voice yeah. for people to hear it. Which suck, it does suck for hey, Will we Levis. We have a Horton years of who situation here. Will Levis is going to get thrown out there, and he's just not going to be gonna ready. He's going to get assaulted. Yeah, he's going to get murdered. Bad. But that's, uh, that's Todd McShay's dude. He had him number it's one be bad. out of all the quarterbacks. So It's going to be This bad. could be Todd McShay, or not Todd McShay, uh, Mel Kuyper. Could be his yeah. magnum opus. That would be awesome. Or Jimmy Clausen 2.0. I forgot about Jimmy Clausen. Oh, I never forget about him. He's on the Bears. <laughs> and he got murdered in a game. He got he got his head taken off. I'm gonna and, just and, flip, and flipped around backwards. I need to just look up all the Bears quarterbacks that have existed and just he he you want let's let's do a fun game. I'll name all the ones off the top of my head that I can remember uh actually starting a game for the Bears. So Oh boy! Uh, you ready? Yeah, I'll, I'll keep. I'll need your help keeping keeping count too. Okay. We got Justin Fields. Okay, uh, Chase Daniel, Mitch Trubisky, Jay Cutler, Matt Barkley, Jimmy Clausen, Brian Greasy, Kyle Orton, Rex Grossman, Nick Foles, Andy Dalton. I mean, this is all since like two thousand eight, too. Just so you know. Uh, we're at 11 right now. Yeah. Uh, Jason Campbell, he started a game or two, maybe. Uh, Caleb Haney, Josh McCown, <laughs> Brian Hoyer. I'm forgetting some too, just so we know. We're at 15 right now. Uh, yep. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, man. So that's, I'll just stop there. Uh, Cade McDown. Um, yeah. That's another. 16. So, yeah, 16 that I can remember, which is not ideal for a court. Any, are there any that I'm missing, Josh, that, that you can think of? I'm sure I'm missing. It. Did you say Jay Cutler? I did say Jay Cutler. Okay. I definitely said I think all of his backups from, you know, his time getting murdered uh, by that offensive line, too. Did you say Jimmy Clausen? 
I did say Jimmy Clausen, I think. I, st- I said Matt Barkley, which those two just run <laughs> hand in hand. Because we were... We ran Jimmy Clausen out there one year, and I think Matt Barkley the next, or they might have been the same season. And it was just like watch Glennon. Oh, Mike Glennon! I forgot him. Oh <laughs> boy, there's a reason I forgot him. Yeah, I wanted to wipe that one. He had to fumble off his knees. Yeah, but yeah Matt Barkley and Jimmy Clausen are just the same because they're just two guys who got murdered in college and just were not anything by the time they came into the NFL, but people were high on, and then. They were just backups and really bad backups too for me. Yeah, that was brutal. That's sad. Fun time to be Bears fan. You have Ben Roethlisberger. That's so sick for you. Mike Vick, Laundry Jones, Charlie Batch, Byron Leftwich. Yep. There we go. Like that. Uh, Duck. Duck Hodges. Duck Hodges. Mason, Mason Rudolph. Rudolph. Don't think Josh Dobbs ever started a game for the I don't Steelers. think he did. I don't think he did. Mitch yeah. Trubisky, Kenny Pickett. Yeah. That might be all in my lifetime. Yeah, well, it's a more fun I don't remember. List. I don't remember Tommy Maddox specifically playing, but he did. Okay. Well, we'll have to do this again sometime for Segments. uh for another uh team. 15, 15 years from now when we're still doing the show, we'll see and where we're at quarterback wise and I'm sure it won't be any better. Yeah. yeah. Segments. Let's do it. Uh had a lot happen in football this week, so there's plenty of stuff to go with, but we'll start with player of the week. Josh, who do you have? Second, I gotta pull up my notes here. My player of the week, Kellen. Dak Prescott, he threw his first interception. Yep. Yep. So but he's not gonna th- He's not going to throw 11, is what he said. Four, I don't know how many it was. I will not throw 10 oh, interceptions. Oh, I will not throw 10 interceptions, yeah. I don't so, know I said 11. Yeah. we are close. Nine away. Uh, We're it was nine a really away. bad interception. It cost, I know, it was cost an Cowboys all-time game. interception. I love it. Dak is not a good quarterback. I, I understand <laughs> why Cowboys fans are out on him right now, um, or have been out on him for a while. Maybe now. my player of the week should be Trey Lance. Yeah. Yeah. Trey Lance is my player of the week. Oh, that's what I was doing. I forgot to tell you this whole weekend. I was basically just sending the name Trey Lance to every Cowboys fan that I knew. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, But my player of the week is obviously Travis Kelsey. uh, Biggest name in football right now. Yeah. Congrats to him. He got a girlfriend. He got a girlfriend. Big ups. Nice relationship. We don't have to look at Brittany Mahomes as much. So yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Kudos to him. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, who's your coach of the week? Josh McDaniel. Okay. Why? So bad. Yeah. Such a terrible decision to make. It's just, wow. I mean, he gave me a win, and I'm not going to apologize for wins. And he literally gifted the Steelers a win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really bad coach, and that's why he should be your coach of the week, because he won you a game as a coach, which was on the opposite team. Uh. My coach of the week is every single coach that game planned against uh, Colorado this weekend because Keyshawn Johnson on Undisputed this morning claimed that coaches were calling into Oregon, giving them ideas on how to beat Colorado, which, uh, by the way, bad weekend for Colorado football teams. Um, yeah. I think they lost by a combined like 90-something points. That's 80-something maybe. Oh, that's so tough. Uh, but 
it's just not true. You don't need. Oregon was going to blow them out the whole time. They were going to. There was a little bit of hope because of the start that Colorado had been off to, but especially with no Travis Hunter, it was going to be a blowout for sure. Did Did you know that Justin Herbert played against Bo Nix in college? Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, I I remember that game because that was the game that Oregon lost and everybody was counting that as a win for Oregon because it was a good loss. And it was driving me crazy because they were trying to get them into the CFP. That's awesome. Over Baylor. Yeah. That's what I remember. I do remember. Fan base of the week, Josh. So I had two very strong options here, and I'm going to say my first one, let you go. If it's not you, if you don't have my second one as your fan base of the week, I'll come back with it. First one is Jets fans because they are literally so upset that they are spitting their own teeth out. Yeah. There is a video of a Jets guy yelling at Zach Wilson, screaming at him. He was so irate that his teeth literally fell out of his mouth and he had to put them back in. Yeah. And we got like an 8K shot of that. It, it was, was fantastic. It was great. It was gross, and it was great it was, at the same time. It was so awesome. So more Jets great fans, or more gross? I think it was just – I think the grossness made it great. Okay, yeah. It, yeah, it was great. It was great. Yeah. But also a little gross. Uh, my fan base of the week, Josh, is Ohio State fans. Oh. Uh, because NBC – for Notre Dame games, they broke a viewership record because yeah. they finally brought in a team like Ohio State to play on that channel. Um, and no. great brand, uh, way way to no. help them, no. you know, break records. And no. that's just something that I thought was a little no. bit interesting. That it was the highest no. viewed Notre Dame game ever on NBC no. against no. Ohio State, and they got to see their team win no. too. It also is. No. But I think also really uh, that that's that good uh, that good Christian nature, good Catholic nature of Notre Dame. It's good by also the, letting like, Ohio State win by only putting ten players on the field. That was really nice of Marcus Freeman yeah, twice. on the last two plays. It's weird. Weird than a former Ohio State player did that. But yeah, Ooh, could be an inside job. Uh, but Josh, uh, I won't make you comment on that at all. So, who's the other fan base of the week? Screw that you. you. You're literally the worst person in the entire world. What? What do you mean? I'm never going to get over that text you sent, ever. In my entire life, I will never get over it. I will never get over it, ever. You know what? I've gotten over everything that you've done to me. So I've never done it in that moment, ever. I've never done it to you in that moment, ever. You have. No. Yeah. But No, I haven't. But, Josh... I did. I did actually think that they were going to win. No. It's not a bit. I did. I did think that they were going to win. That's worse. That's worse. <laughs> I told you all week. Do not root for my team. Anything. Any. Like, I wasn't cheering for them. I just said I thought that they would win. I was cheering for like, Ohio State. Never pull from. Never agree that my team is the best. It's never worked out for me. It's never worked out for me do, either. All you had to do was just sit there, and you. All you had to do was just watch Baylor. I didn't, to to nothing else. I, I didn't want to watch Baylor. Are you, did you see Baylor? We played Texas. Yes. That wasn't yes, good. I did. I did. <laughs> oh, and we wonder why maybe viewership was up. It's because the other game you could have watched was Baylor, Texas. All, all the Baylor fans were like, nope, nope. Let me watch a different Christian school here. This one, this game is more fun. 
Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. My other fan base of the week is this very small group of Dolphins fans. Oh, I, no, I did have them. I did have them. I forgot about them. Oh, that's a good one. This family of Dolphins fans because they do a tequila shot for every Dolphins touchdown. <laughs> and they said they're rethinking their tradition after <laughs> yesterday's game. Ten. So Ten. We've got some pretty oldish looking fans here. Yeah. Some people that maybe are not in their prime to handle 10 shots of tequila. No. Kudos to them. So, well, fan base of the week. I was drinking tequila with them in solidarity after watching the Bears on Sunday for, for much different reasons. But I, I probably had roughly 10 tequila shots, too. Still wasn't yeah, but, enough. I mean, we can handle tequila, though. Yeah. yeah. Tequi- I, actually, I am not great on tequila. I think that's the one that I don't handle well. I'm actually starting to like tequila. I like it, but I just I get rowdy on oh. tequila. I don't know. I don't know. I, it's a liquor I'm actually starting to like. I'm starting to enjoy tequila. Oh, cause you? I'm guessing you just mix it with Margs then. No. Hmm, interesting. Straight Patron, baby. Okay. There we go. That might be what I have here right now, actually. Straight Patron. Uh, so let's go with our tweet of the week. Now, Josh. Antonio Brown. Just all of Antonio (laughs) Brown. We already (laughs) talked about it. It's, of course, Antonio Brown. Everything he's tweeted out. So, first it was uh, a picture of Matt Canada with a Hitler mustache. And then he followed that up with uh, Adolf Canada. (laughs) I would have gone Matt Hitler. You know, too, it's too tough because Matt's too common of a name. I thought that was the way to go, actually. I I, okay. I agreed with his logic on the okay. name choice. But I would never call someone Hitler. No. No. Um, uncalled for, honestly, Antonio Brown. My, uh, I, I love him. My, uh, my tweet of the week comes from... It's some, it's some Taylor Swift fan. Uh, but it's basically... Uh, football explain or Travis Kelsey girlfriend fan. Sorry, my apologies. Uh, football explainer for those confused. You have four tries parentheses downs to go ten yards. If you do keep the ball, if you do, you keep the ball and the cycle repeats. And if you don't, the other team gets it. You can score touchdowns for six points or kick a field goal for three. That's basically all you need to know. I just appreciate that, like. that's probably helpful for millions of people on Sunday because all of a sudden a bunch of more people had to tune into that game, which was great. It was super great because a bunch of more people who would have never ordinarily saw my favorite team get embarrassed publicly got to see that as well. Uh, And it's probably going to be, it's probably going to be in a Taylor Swift song someday after the breakup. I think it just completely ruined. It's just going to live forever. Forever. The Bears might have killed an entire generation of football fans. Yeah. There are a lot of people that their image of football is what happened to the Bears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they... That is all the that's their that's only tough. image of football. Is... Who played a close game on Sunday and this Roger Goodell is just like, why couldn't why couldn't she go out with that? Dak yeah, or someone like that. I don't know. Dak didn't play a good game though either, so that actually wouldn't help. It's brutal. Yeah, could have used but, it. Oh, tough for tough. football fans. 
I guess um wait did Oh yeah, you, you gave your tweet of the week. Uh I guess what we have here left is kicker of the week, right? Yes. Kicker of the week. Who's your kicker? Justin Sucker. Um this is no in no chance, no way ever gonna come back and bite me. Okay, yeah. He doesn't have the leg anymore. Ooh. He couldn't make a sixty-one <laughs> yard field goal. <laughs> yeah, he that, just doesn't. That doesn't have the back. power. He couldn't make a sixty-one yard field goal. Past his prime. Is he? And watched? then it's not even the fact because I've seen him miss. What? That's not what got me. He was short. He was short, but then the Ravens have a chance to let him attempt the same field goal. And Harbaugh didn't do it. I that was surprised. Is where, that's where he won kicker of the week is because even when he's missed before, they've still trotted him back out there and been like, he's one of the best kickers. He can do this. They didn't have any faith in him to go out and make that kick. That's true. That's true. So that's yeah. where he won kicker of the week. Justin Sucker. Nice. Mine is Matt Gay. Yep. Great last Great. name. Great, great kicker. Oh, and he also made five fifty-plus yard field goals. But which because of the last name? Do you know who the announcers were in this game? No. Because oh my god, they were trying to jinx everyone. Did you like? Did you happen to listen to the end of this? No, I didn't. They were like, oh yeah, Matt. Like they were like Justin Tucker. He's gonna make this for sure. There's no way he even comes up short. He's not gonna come up short. It's just a question of whether or not he misses it. Comes up short, whatever. Then they're like, "Oh, he totally has the leg for this." Then they're like, "Then they were, then they wanted Matt Gay to try a seventy-three yard field goal or something like that." They're like, "He was <laughs> kicking from that far. He can make that. He could definitely make that. He won't be short. There's no way." And yeah, then it's like seven no, yards longer than the NFL record. They're like, "There's no way any kicker has, like has ever made five in a game from fifty plus. He's gonna do it. He has a chance to do it. He has a chance to do it." That's all they're talking about was this, and I'm like. Mm, sweetheart, you're about to jinx this game, and then it's going to yeah. end in a tie, and that tie Let's is going to end up that it, it was a female, and then this tie is going to end up <laughs> costing the Steelers the division. I saw worse. it all coming. It was going to be bad. And, it, the and, then they, almost, and they still lost to the Colts, even yep, with the, the Steelers. Jinxing. Almost the Steelers almost lost the division yesterday, though. Yeah, but uh, in a game in first, between, tied for first, first place. place in first, they would have first. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So first place Pittsburgh Steelers. There we go. Yeah. Did you, go oh, back also, to two weeks ago. Did you see the Deshaun Watson play where he threw the ball straight backwards? Yes. That was awesome. <laughs> he $280 million guaranteed, and he threw the ball directly backwards. It, it, like he was trying to make the worst pass attempt of all time, which somehow did not, did not result in a turnover. Yeah, I really think I need to like just – I need to just start tweeting out how much money he makes. <laughs> yeah. I, I I need them to be bad. They are bad. I think that's our show, though, Kellen. Yeah. Way to keep it or, tight, kind of. We did, yeah, sort of. Enough. Kind Close of. Enough. No, I mean, just for as like bad as your 40. team looked like, yeah. Yeah. We did. We did okay. So thank you all so much for joining us this week, and we cannot wait to see you all next week. Stay on by this week. Mm-hmm.